let's say it is that example of like, you have this passion project you want to start and turn into a business is I want you to start replacing the words. I don't have time to start this business with the phrase. It's not a priority to me to start this Mm. business because one of two things is going to happen when you change that verbiage. And honestly, they're both a win. So on one hand, if you say it and you feel a sense of relief, it's not a priority for me to start this business. All of a sudden, the weight's lifted off your shoulders. There's no more shame, no more guilt, no more making yourself feel terrible that you haven't created that business plan or contacted that coach or researched what you need to do as far as the marketing or whatever. And you give yourself permission to just say, maybe this isn't the season for me. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. I've got other things that I'm prioritizing right now. I'm the room mom. I'm the PTA president. I'm kicking ass at work or whatever it is. And that's okay. That is okay. And you allow yourself to just create more space and energy for the things that indeed are a priority to you. So even though you're not starting it, it's a win. It's a win in how you feel. Now, on the other hand, if it doesn't sit well with you, if it's, no, it actually is a priority to me, and you start to feel like that's a lie, that feels icky, that does not feel aligned for what I want this season to be like, guess what? If it is a priority to you, you're going to figure out a way to make the time for it. Welcome to Mama Has Goals, your weekly reminder that you shouldn't have to sacrifice your dreams to take on the role of mom. I'm Kelsey Smith, mom of two boys, wife, and entrepreneur who's passionate about helping other moms, current and aspiring, to reimagine mom life. I'm bringing you the resources, support, and relatability to debunk that limiting belief that you may have about your ability to achieve your goals while raising a human. We're covering everything from mom guilt, marriage, relationships, careers, finances, mental health, physical health, you name it. Your life doesn't have to fully shift once you become a mom. You can have it all, and we'll show you how. If you've gone through the Mama Has Goals filing cabinet, which is our free resource vault that we have within our app and web platform, you may have seen Marissa Lonick before. She is a certified intuitive life and business coach, keynote speaker, three times author, top rated podcast host, and the founder of Mama Work It. After I met Marissa, I just knew she had to help our community as many ways as possible because I could not count the amount of times I hear women say, I just don't have the time. After spending nearly 15 years in corporate leadership positions, Marissa shifted gears to become a full-time time momager and biz momager. Through her books, courses, and coaching programs, she helps busy moms juggle life, work life, wife life, anything that you have going on. Her time management and goal achievement strategies has helped the most overwhelmed moms turn their dreams into a reality. So when I was cultivating the Mama's Business Blueprint to allow you to create the dream business you've been thinking up or the one you've already started, I knew we had to have a time management resource. And there was absolutely no one better than Marissa. I'm super excited for you to hear how she can support you in this program and outside of it. So grab those headphones, listen in because you're going to get some great goodies. You can head to the filing cabinet and get a taste of what she can already give you. 
And if this program feels like a great fit for you, you get to book a one-on-one call with Marissa as one of your resources of choice so that she can help you directly and specifically. If you have any questions, let us know. There's links in the show notes with all of the details. Marissa, I'm so excited to have you here. You just give so much value to women to help them like truly take action on their goals and manage their time better because we all have only 24 hours in a day and we all want more. So I would love for us to just kick off and get a little bit of a backstory on how you got into this space of helping women manage their time and accomplish what they want to accomplish in a more efficient way. Absolutely. And thanks for having me. So let's see. I would say this started when I entered motherhood. I think when we all become moms, our time management reaches these epic new levels. And now we're responsible. When I entered motherhood, I had twins. So it was like baptism by fire, you know, all the things. And no matter how on top of it I was, I always felt like the hot mess. I did not feel like I was on top of my time. I felt like my time was scarce. I never had time for me or anything outside of like the chores, the day to day. I felt like I wasn't growing in my career. Like I was not in a great spot, even though from the outside looking in, it appeared like I had it all together had a great job, had childcare, house was fairly clean most of the time, all those things. (laughs) So what happened during that time is I got offered a significant job promotion. And that job promotion opportunity was on the opposite end of the country. I'm a native New Yorker. This job was in the Bay Area in California. I really wanted to grow in my career. I'm an ambitious woman, as are you, Kelsey, as are your listeners. And I struggled with making that choice because I thought, how the hell am I going to do this? I don't even have time now. How will I now move cross country, take on a longer commute, going to the office more days per week, more responsibility? Like, I'm going to fail at this. And so I initially said no to this opportunity and was plagued with regret. Like Mm -hmm. the next two days that weekend, just completely moped around knew that was the wrong choice. It was the safe choice, but it was the wrong choice. Quickly, that Monday morning asked if that position could be reinstated. My husband was super supportive of this. He's like, let's just try it. What's the worst that could happen? You know, he was not feeling all the feels I was feeling during that time of hot mess and all that stuff. So we did, we made that move and something crazy happened. Like I realized Obviously, I changed some things about managing my time. I got more efficient. I got more intentional. But what I realized was I felt so much more abundant in how much time I had in this new world, in this new opportunity, in this new space because of just so many other factors of me honoring that ambition and stepping into something that was where I wanted to go personally of me being that much more intentional, of me doing some day-to-day hacks and things I hadn't been doing before because I didn't necessarily have to. But it was a combination of all these factors. And that's really what led me to want to start blogging, supporting the working mom community. That's what I did. I I started this random blog. I really told no one about it. I was just doing it as sort of like an online journal And then would always get that question. How do you find the time? Where do you have time to do these things? And that's where I was like, okay, there's something here that maybe I need to just explore more and be able to help support this community with. So that was the like informal birth of where Mama Work It came from. It transitioned quite a bit between that point and onward, but that's where the journey started. Yeah, so cool. 
And now you're an author of two books. You support women in time management all over the place, whether they're in a job or just in their day to day. So before we get into some of the tips on how to manage time, what are some of the mistakes that you see people see when they're trying to manage their time? Is multitasking a real thing? How are people wasting time that you often see with your clients? Oh, yeah, there are a lot of mistakes we're making and it's no one's fault. It's just no one's (laughs) taught us these things, you know? This should be a course in high school, in college. I feel like how much better would you have done potentially in in college if you had good time management skills, right? So the first and biggest mistake I see is clarity. People lack clarity. They don't know how they want to spend their time. And when you don't know how you want to spend your time, you inevitably end up wasting it away. And perfect example here is we all get these free pockets of time every single day. No matter how busy you think you are, You get five minutes here, 10 minutes there, 20 minutes there. And if you don't have really clear and specific action and goals that you are looking to achieve, what do you end up doing? You end up picking up your phone and you mindlessly scroll. You end up chit-chatting in a conversation that could have ended five minutes ago or that could have been an email. Let's just get real. You know, like you end up using this time, filling it with things that aren't productive, that are, and, and sometimes often make you feel worse. Right. When you're scrolling, when you're yeah. comparing now your yourself, your business, your motherhood journey, all of that stuff. And so clarity is like this prerequisite, in my opinion, most important piece, because it's like if you don't know the destination, you don't even know where you're going. You're just walking around in circles all the time. Yeah. So some of the things that I hear that help this are different things that you write down in a journal or you time block. What are some of the systems that do work well for the average person. I think we're all different people, right? So some things are going to work different for different people. But what's something that you typically see that's like a good Kickstarter? If they were to get off of listening to this today and go do one thing, what would that be? Mm -hmm. Yeah. First thing you need to do, grab a pen and paper or Excel or the notes app on your phone, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. It could be a broken crayon and a receipt and literally brain dump everything that is in your head. Because right now it's swirling around in there. Some things are appearing clearly and then they're back into the the fog and something. And then you're thinking of them in the middle of the night or you can't go to sleep at night because they're just swirling around and the anxious thoughts are coming. So get them out of your head and get them onto a piece of paper, onto the app, onto the Excel. And it doesn't need to be pretty. It doesn't need to be organized. Literally just get it out. And once you've Mm. got it on there, this is the mistake, another mistake that I see people make is now they've got this really overwhelming, lengthy list. (laughs) And now they're like, okay, in this moment, maybe they feel really motivated to go about it, or maybe they're plagued with overwhelm. Maybe they get analysis paralysis. And if you don't feel it now, you're going to feel it tomorrow when you look at that list or the next day, because we're not generally motivated 24-7 to do things. Yeah. And so when you're looking at this, it becomes something that can hold you hostage. It's it, it plagues you in that way. And then we end up, again, not doing anything, even though we've taken this first step. So we have to set reasonable expectations. And a way you can easily do this off that list is take a highlighter, take a pen, circle three things. Mm. Those are the three things that you are committed to taking action on today. Three things. They have to be small enough that they're not these massive projects that are like multi-step, multi-pronged approaches. Three small goals. You've done that today. 
Tomorrow, you do it again. Repeat. Work off the same list. Take a different color highlighter. Take a different color pen or the circle if the other one's crossed off. Whatever it's going to make it stand out. Because what you don't want to do is we make tons of decisions every day just because we have to. And especially if you are a mother, if you are a working mom, multiply that because you've got even more to do. And so it alleviates some of the decision fatigue. It helps you have laser focus. It gives you that clarity. There's no time to waste. There's no looking at that list and now making a decision every time you do get those 5, 10, 15 minute blocks. You have the laser focus. The yellow highlighter is pulling you right in and it's like, okay, no, I got to do the laundry now or I got to write that email or I got to write the copy for my landing page, whatever it is. But it's very clear and it just pulls you right in. Yeah. So if someone's like, I already have a full day. I'm a working mom or my day is full with other things. I'm trying to keep up with my house and my family already. How in the world could I enter a business? What would you tell that mom? If her day is already feeling at capacity, she can't even imagine putting something new into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great question. I would say, and let's say it is that example of like, you have this passion project you want to start and turn into a business is I want you to start replacing the words I don't have time to start this business with the phrase, it's not a priority to me to start this Mm. business. Because one of two things is going to happen when you change that verbiage. And honestly, they're both a win. So on one hand, if you say it and you feel a sense of relief, it's not a priority for me to start this business. All of a sudden, the weight's lifted off your shoulders. There's no more shame, no more guilt, no more making yourself feel terrible that you haven't created that business plan or contacted that coach or researched what you need to do as far as the marketing or whatever. And you give yourself permission to just say, maybe this isn't the season for me. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. I've got other things that I'm prioritizing right now. I'm the room mom. I'm the PTA president. I'm kicking ass at work or whatever it is. And that's okay. That is okay. And you allow yourself to just create more space and energy for the things that indeed are a priority to you. So even though you're not starting it, it's a win. It's a win in how you feel. Now, on the other hand, if it doesn't sit well with you, if it's, no, it actually is a priority to me, and you start to feel like that's a lie, that feels icky, that does not feel aligned for what I want this season to be like, guess what? If it is a priority to you, you're going to figure out a way to make the time for it. You're going to start setting boundaries with other things you've been saying yes to. You're going to stop watching that Netflix show and you're going to be working on your business. You are going to, again, not pick up your phone during those 5, 10, 15 minute times that you get throughout the day. And you're going to have that laser focus on those three small goals. Maybe they're business related. You're going to find a creative way to make it a priority to you because when things are a priority, we get them done. I always think about like when your kids are homesick. And you weren't expecting it and you have a full work day or a full day of things that you did not have time for now to take your kid to the doctor, but you find a way to make it happen. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's such a good example because, yeah, when our kids get sick, it's never good and we figure it out. We make it work. And I know you have this mantra for multitasking. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd love to talk about that. So question for you first. Do you multitask? Yes. I think we all multitask, right? But I'm aware that I typically do things better when I focus on one thing. Yeah. And you're not wrong. Most experts out there, you and I probably follow a lot of these 
amazing personal professional development pros, a lot of them will say point blank, hey, don't multitask. It takes longer to fix the issues when you mess them up. They cost money. They cost time, all these things. And so I relate to that and I get it. And then Kelsey, again, I also know you and I are managing businesses, managing homes, managing kids in relationships. There are so many things every single day that need to get done (laughs) that are relied upon us to do. So it is inevitable that multitasking when you are in this phase, when you are ambitious, when you're juggling lots of things in motherhood and business and work and relationships, they need to happen. And so I've come to terms with the fact that this is not a black and white issue. This is a choice issue. And so the mantra that I created on this is you multitask the mindless and you solo task the mindful. You make a conscious choice in what you multitask and what you don't. Because the thing is, we're probably trying to multitask everything. And that's what leads to those expensive mistakes, time-consuming, the brain fog, the feeling stressed and frazzled, like you're just waiting for that all those plates you're juggling, you're waiting for one to fall and crack and into a million pieces. And so when you make the conscious choice to multitask the things that are super simple, mindless, you can do on autopilot. If you messed them up, wouldn't really cost much or turn into a big deal. You are able to actually get a lot more things done in less time. And you are fully focused on the things that actually do matter and do need your full time and attention. And I'm not just talking work projects and things like that. I'm talking like mealtime with your family and not checking your email or your social during there. I'm talking like having a legit conversation with your partner that isn't about managing like our house LLC. Talking about things like that. And even on the multitasking front, even what you're choosing to multitask with those things, like I think a lot of chores around the house, like even like sometimes exercise, walking around or walking on the treadmill. I like to bring things into those things that are a little more joyful, are things that perhaps I tell myself, oh, I never have time to read or I never have time to catch up with friends. Oh, I can actually be listening to my book while I'm doing that. I can be voxing somebody that I haven't talked to in a while or leaving them a voicemail or even catching up if the stars align and our mom life schedules, you know, coordinate. So You can make it happen. It's a conscious decision. It's an effort. And you just have to know where to draw the line on what you can and what you can't. I love that. And it really is just a decision and a choice. And having support and systems like you provide obviously help. So when you help women transition from corporate into entrepreneurship, or you did this yourself, what are some of the biggest wins that you see? And just like who that woman becomes, What are some of the identity shifts that you either experienced or the women you work with that you see a pattern of? Yeah, well, A, stepping into something that perhaps is truly your calling when just that sense of alignment that comes through, that confidence, that autonomy, all of that, that potentially you weren't able to get when you were working in the potentially antiquated nine to five system, right? The nine to five system was created for a man typically back in the day who had a spouse at home who was in charge of all things in the home, all things children. And that worked for a really long time. And now we've entered into this season, this generation where a lot of homes are dual working. It's really hard to commit to that very rigid schedule or lack of flexibility or just deadlines that are not taking into account work-life balance and things like that. So I think the biggest 
flex that I see and that a lot of working women out there are looking for and bless the companies who are doing this, but sometimes they need to go out on their own to get it is just that, is that autonomy, Mm -hmm. flexibility, work-life balance. And cherry on top is if it's something that's truly your calling that you really want to step into too and do. I mean, the biggest mission in my business that I have, it's not making tons of money, even though, yes, I love making tons of money. It's not the flexibility, even though that was a driving factor for me, it's impact. Mm -hmm. It's impact on who I'm serving, the women that are taking away good life lessons, good motivation, the ability to feel confident and step into what they want to do. Yeah. And before we wrap up, I would love for you to just talk about being able to do both. Because when we step into entrepreneurship, we don't always have to quit our job right away, right? Mm -hmm. Neither of us did. So you had your blog to start. I was in my job for a while while I started my business. I would love for you to talk about what that looks like and that it isn't an immediate need of a transition and you can do both, especially if your job is maybe where you're getting a version of fulfillment and your bills are paid, but then you're looking to this other thing that's bringing you so much more joy and challenge in a whole new way. They can each have pros and cons. Where do you see that show up for women and what does that transition period look like? I know the timeline is different for everyone based off of your goals and whatnot, but just individually, what does that look like to be able to do both? Yeah. Yeah. I love that you asked this because I think actually the majority of entrepreneurs do this. They juggle mm-hmm. their full-time job, part-time job alongside building their business. It's not a bad decision. It's actually a very wise one, right? Especially most businesses aren't making any... if tons or any money in the beginning. So it's great to have that safety net. Also, not everyone is like a disgruntled employee that just hates their job and wants to leave. I wasn't. I did my job for three years while I juggled entrepreneurship. It was totally working for me until it wasn't. Yeah. And so I would say, really think about that from your transition perspective. Like, Check in with yourself on the regular. Is this aligning? And you'll know if it's aligning, if you're motivated, if you're excited, if you're showing up at work happy, if you're showing up in your business happy, if either one of those start to feel like, and I'm not talking one bad day, I'm talking like a bad month or a bad quarter where things start to feel hard. Even the things that came so easy to you before start to feel hard. Now you're misaligned and now you need to revisit what's working and what's not. There is no absolute playbook. Although I will say biz management, the working mom's guide to go from employee to entrepreneur is pretty damn close, but there is no absolute playbook because everyone's risk threshold is different. Everyone's financial situation is different. Everyone's commitment level, to be quite honest, is different. So there's no, like once you hit this number or once you do this or once you do that, I can't tell you that's the time to quit. You have to do that work within to know. I had an internal argument with myself going for probably a year about quitting and stepping fully into entrepreneurship. It was not a fun place to be, but it was a necessary place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Everyone's transition does look different. So for the woman that's listening and she's, everyone needs more time. I don't think anyone's sitting around just going, oh my gosh, I have so much free time to myself. What after the brain dump? If they're really transitioning their mindset, hearing this, thinking, okay, what would I want to do for me? What would pursuing my next goals or my next step, whether it's business ownership or something else, 
what is a journal prompt or I know you do some like meditation prompts. What is something that you would guide them to really reflect in what's next for them? Mm, Yeah, I love this. Okay. So what I often hear from clients and what I experienced myself was you're going to probably get this awesome big idea and then you're going to what if negate everything about it. (laughs) You're going to go down the what if path. Oh, what if I quit and I don't make any money? What if this? What if that? You're going to squash it because it's your brain trying to keep you safe. It's your brain trying to keep you cozy and comfy with your biweekly paycheck, your PTO, your benefits, all the reasons why it does not make sense to potentially pursue this, okay? No time, whatever it is you're telling yourself. These are all stories we make up. So I want you to allow yourself to go through that. Maybe write them all down in a journal. What if? And then I want you to give yourself the same amount of time. So if that took you 10 minutes, give yourself another 10 minutes to now what if yourself into the positive? Mm. What if I start this and it blows up? What if I become the next fill in the blank? What if my business hits six figures in less time than I even thought? Put it into a different shift perspective there because it's only fair if you allow yourself to go down the negative path that you take the positive one too. So good. Marissa, thank you so much. I can't wait to have you back. I can't wait for all these women to get guided by you through their time management. Go ahead and talk a little bit more quickly about your podcast, your books, and how people can dive into you today before they work with you in the program. Yeah, thanks for asking. So the podcast is called the Mama Work It Podcast. We're on all major platforms. It's great. We're on season four now in the three-digit number episodes. I can't even believe that was a goal I had in 2020. It showed up fashionably late in January 2021 because we all know what happened in 2020. So yeah, please listen to that. It's got some excellent resources. We interview great guests and also the solo episodes will give you tons of good tips and hacks and just good mindset shifts and things that could be helpful in your working mom life. I have written three books to date, so you can find all of those on Amazon or on my website, mamaworkit.com. If you become a subscriber, we will send you a weekly newsletter with all things working mom tips, time management, productivity, entrepreneurship. We dive into all that good stuff. And yeah, there's several ways on my website to work with me. We've got right now an introductory coaching call for just $97. So if that's something you want to explore, I'm a certified intuitive life and business coach. I would love to connect with you in that way. So exciting. Thanks so much, Marissa. Yeah, I love this. Okay. So what I often hear from clients and what I experienced myself was you're going to probably get this awesome big idea and then you're going to what if negate everything about it. (laughs) You're going to go down the what if path. Oh, what if I quit and I don't make any money? What if this? What if that? You're going to You're going to squash it because it's your brain trying to keep you safe. It's your brain trying to keep you cozy and comfy with your biweekly paycheck, your PTO, your benefits, all the reasons why it does not make sense to potentially pursue this, okay? No time, whatever it is you're telling yourself. These are all stories we make up. I want you to allow yourself to go through that. Maybe write them all down in a journal, what if. And then I want you to give yourself the same amount of time. So if that took you 10 minutes, give yourself another 10 minutes to now what if yourself into the positive? Mm. What if I start this and it blows up? What if I become the next fill in the blank? What if my business hits six figures in less time than I even thought? Put it into a different 
shift perspective there because it's only fair if you allow yourself to go down the negative path that you take the positive one too. Yeah. So good. Marissa, thank you so much. I can't wait to have you back. I can't wait for all these women to get guided by you through their time management. Go ahead and talk a little bit more quickly about your podcast, your books, and how people can dive into you today before they work with you in the program. Yeah, thanks for asking. So the podcast is called the Mama Work It Podcast. We're on all major platforms. It's great. We're on season four now in the three-digit number episodes. I can't even believe that was a goal I had in 2020. It showed up fashionably late in January 2021 because we all know what happened in 2020. So yeah, please listen to that. It's got some excellent resources. We interview great guests and also the solo episodes will give you tons of good tips and hacks and just good mindset shifts and things that could be helpful in your working mom life. I have written three books to date, so you can find all of those on Amazon or on my website, mamaworkit.com. If you become a subscriber, we will send you a weekly newsletter with all things working mom tips, time management, productivity, entrepreneurship. We dive into all that good stuff. And yeah, there's several ways on my website to work with me. We've got right now an introductory coaching call for just $97. So if that's something you want to explore, I'm a certified intuitive life and business coach. I would love to connect with you in that way. So exciting. Thanks so much, Marissa. We absolutely love delivering free value to this community, and I cannot wait for you to see what is up next. Mark your calendars for September 26th because something incredible is coming your way. I'm so thrilled to announce a very special upcoming event designed to empower mompreneurs, current or aspiring like you possibly, to achieve lasting success. We're going to dive deep into how to build and sustain your business while creating meaningful income alongside your family. The three P's to profit workshop is all about thriving in both business and family life, and you won't want to miss it. Visit the link in the show notes to register now. Did I mention it's free? Go grab that link.